بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته and welcome to the ninth and final episode of our short series about أمهات المؤمنين the mothers of the believers Through this series, I wanted to take you on a journey through time to learn about the mothers of the believers. And so we become the best human beings, citizens of this earth, fathers, mothers, children, neighbors, colleagues, and students that we can be. In this episode, I will discuss the mutual love, respect, care, and compassion between the Prophet, peace be upon him, and his wives, Ummahat al-Mu'mineen. As the living embodiment of the Qur'an, Prophet Muhammad's action reflected the Qur'anic teachings on marriage and marital relations. What the records are clear on is that Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and all his wives had mutual love, respect, and compassionate relationships. There are many accounts of the Prophet's good treatment of his wives, his kindness and love as a husband, his patience in reacting to their anger and anxiety, and his tolerance with their dispute and their jealousy. Each of his wives, because of his generosity and kindness, thought that she was his most beloved. This was the love of our beloved Muhammad, peace be upon him, who usually preferred to live a peaceful life at home. The majority of his wives were widows, some with children, orphans, and some without children. However, every one of them was unique in her special qualities, background, and experiences. Learning about their human qualities can make them more real to those of us who strive to imitate their character nearly 15 centuries after they walked this earth, struggling to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so we embark on a journey to discover what our mothers were like. For the rest of this episode, I will be sharing the stories about some of the mothers of the believers. Our mother, Khadija bint Khuwaylid, was a woman of a great intellect and acute business senses. The more Khadija came to know about her husband, the more she loved and respected him. She allowed him to pursue his passion just as he supported her in her business. They stood by each other's interests, beliefs, and passions. She was his advocate and supporter so much that she believed in him and comforted him when he came to her with the most phenomenal story that an angel had come to him in the cave of Hera. Zammiluni, Zammiluni, he called out to Khadija, cover me up. Immediately, Khadija wrapped him in a blanket and held him until 
his shaking ceased. She listened to him attentively and assured him by saying, Don't worry. Allah would never humiliate you, for you are good to your relatives. You are true to your word. You help those who are in need. You support the weak. You feed the guests and you answer the call of those who are in distress. These soothing and encouraging words of sympathy and understanding from Khadija gave him great strength and confidence. Mother Khadija willingly gave everything up for the truth, even though she was used to lavish lifestyle. She did not turn away from Allah's message and his messenger for the enjoyment of this life. For three years, the small Muslim community lived in exile under extreme circumstances for, of the boycott. And by this time, Mother Khadija was an older woman. She still remained a loyal and patient companion and wife, often giving the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him wise and compassionate counsel. Her support would constantly strengthen him in his mission to spread the message. She was one of a kind. Even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent her greetings narrated by Abu Hurairah in Al-Bukhari said that the angel Jibreel came to the Prophet peace be upon him and said, O Messenger of Allah, this is Khadija coming to you with a dish of soup or some food or drink. When she reaches you, greet her on behalf of her creator Allah and on my behalf and give her the glad tidings of having a palace made of qasab in paradise wherein there will be neither any noise nor any fatigue trouble due to extreme the extreme circumstances of the boycott her health suffered and she passed away a short time after the boycott was lifted she had so much courage that she sacrificed everything even her own life. For her belief in one God, the creator of heaven and earth, and his messenger, peace be upon him. The prophet, peace be upon him, stayed in love with her, and he would announce to anyone who was surprised by the deep love he had for her by saying, she believed in me, when no one else did. She accepted Islam when people rejected me, and she helped and comforted me when there was no one else to lend me a helping hand. She faced star starvation and extreme circumstances with patience and dignity. How many of us have the sin the sincerity to emulate 
her example, behaviors, and sacrificed even a fraction of what she did for Islam, financially, physically, and emotionally. The second wife, Zainab bint Huzaina, was known for her generosity and sympathy for the needy, even before Islam, which earned her title of Ummul Masakin, the mother of the poor. She was a widow. Her husband, Abdullah bin Jahsh, was killed in the Battle of Uhud, leaving her behind without much support. Upon her cons consent, the Prophet, peace be upon him, married her to become one of the mothers of the believers. A few months into their marriage, and in the fourth year after Hijrah, she passed away. Aside from Mother Khadija, she is the only wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, to have died during his lifetime. Despite the short time as the wife of the Prophet, she left her mark as a role model for all of the believers. Mother Aisha, the Prophet, peace be upon him, loved and valued Aisha bint Abi Bakr for her keen memory and intelligence. She is also known for her knowledge and narrating 2,210 hadith, not just on, only on matters related to the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him's private, private life, but on various topics. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, told Muslims to consult her in his absence. And after his death, she went on to become one of the most distinguished scholars of her time. One of her characteristics was that she was always honest and truthful about her feelings even when it came to her co-wives. Here are some of the examples mm -hmm. about her characteristics. Narrated by Al-Bukhari and Muslims. Aisha, Umm al-Mu'mineen, the mothers of the believers, said in hadith uh, of the slander, hadith al-ifq, that the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, Asked Zainab bin Tujash about me and said, O oh Zainab, what do you know and what have you seen? Zainab replied, O oh Messenger of Allah, I would not claim to have heard or seen something that I did not. And by Allah, I do not know anything but good about Aisha. Aisha said, she was the one among the wives of the messengers, messenger of Allah, who used to compete with me. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected her by means of her taqwa and iman. In another occasion, also in Bukhari and Muslim, narrated that Mother Aisha said, the wives of the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent Zainab bin Tujash 
the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, who was the one who was the closest of them to me in status. I have never seen any woman who was better in ritual commitment in her prayer than Zainab, more mindful of Allah, more truthful in speech, more keen to uphold family ties, more generous in giving charity, or more keen to draw closer to Allah. But she had a quick temper, although she would come down quickly. Another example about Mother Juwairiya bint al-Harith, about Abu Dawood narrated that our mother Aisha said about Juwairiya, Juwairiya fell to the lot of Thabit ibn Qais ibn Shammas, or the cousin of his, and she made a contract of freedom for herself. Sayyida Aisha said, she came to ask the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, about her contract of freedom. And when I saw her standing at the door, I did not like it because I realized that the Messenger of Allah would see in her what I saw. She said, O Messenger of Allah, I am Juwairiya bint al-Harith, and there has happened to me that of which you are not unaware. I fell to the lot of Thabit ibn Qais ibn Shammas, but I have made a contract of freedom for myself, and I have come to ask you about my contract. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, how about giving you something which is better than that? She said, what is that? Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, I will pay off your contract and marry you. She said, I accept. The people heard that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, had married Juwairiya, and they released the captives they were holding and set them free, saying, the in-laws of the Messenger of Allah Peace be upon him. We have never seen a woman who brought more blessings to her people than her. Because of her, 100 families of Banul Mustalaq were set free. So despite the fact that she was jealous of her the first time when she saw her, Mother Aisha described her as being a blessing for her people. Another example of our mother Aisha about Maymuna bint al-Harith. She said about her, among us, Maymuna had the most fear of Allah and did the most to maintain ties of the kinship. And Sayyida Aisha also narrated that Maymuna was the most virtuous and that being mindful of Allah subhanahu ta'ala and most considered in treating her relatives well. And this is about 
سيدة ميمونة. So sometimes jealousy would come up in the presence of the Prophet peace be upon him. But he managed to ease the situation and restore peace with his wisdom, justice, and fairness. In Sunan al-Nisa'i, Anas uh, said that Prophet was with one of the mothers of the believers when another one sent a, a, a dish in which was some food. She struck the hand of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and the dish fell and broke. The Prophet, peace be upon him, picked up the two pieces and put them together. Then he started to gather up the food and said, Your mother got jealous. Eat. So they ate. He waited until she brought the, the ball or the, the dish and that was in her house then he gave the, the, the good dish to the messenger and left the broken one in the house of the one who had broken it so sometimes Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him would mix a little kindness and humor with that fairness thus making the matter good-natured and cheerful after it had been serious and as narrated in uh, Abu Ya'di in his Musnad that Mother Aisha may Allah be pleased with her said I came to the Prophet peace be upon him with some khazira a dish made with meat and flour that I had cooked for him and I had uh, uh, Sauda was visiting us so when the Prophet peace be upon him was sitting between me and her I told Sauda eat but she refused so I said to her either you eat or I shall surely throw some in your face but she refused so I put my hand in the khazir and smeared her face with it. The Prophet, peace be upon him, uh, smiled and gave her some with his hand and said to her, smear her face. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, smiled at her. So Omar passed by and said, O servant of Allah, so the Prophet, peace be upon him, thought he was going to come in. So he told them, get up and wash your faces. Therefore, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, established special relations with each one of them based on her qualities, interests, and characteristics. The Prophet, peace be upon him, respected Ummu Salama and her wisdom and often sought her advice and counsel. Her wisdom and foresight was displayed on the day of Hudaybiyah when the Prophet peace be upon him instructed his companions to slaughter their animals and shave their heads but they didn't follow his instructions because they hoped that they could still enter Mecca 
Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, complained to Musalama about the situation. She said, O Messenger of Allah, it's been tough upon them. Do not speak to any of them, but proceed to your animal and sacrifice it. Thereafter, shave your head. When they see that you have done so, they will follow you. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, left and without speaking to anyone, slaughtered his animal and shaved his head. As soon as the companions saw him doing this, they did the same. The advice which she offered to the Prophet, peace be upon him, on this occasion indicates the intelligence and the wisdom she was blessed with. Our mother Hafsa bint Umar ibn al-Khattab was the custodian of the Quran. She learned to read and write at the early age. During Prophet Muhammad sallallahu lifetime, used to entrust Hafsa with the parchments on which the Quran was inscribed for safekeeping. Our mother Safiya bint Huyay ibn al-Akhtar was patient, intelligent, humble, gentle, and generous. She used to give out and spend whatever she had. She gave away a house that she had when she was still alive. Then if there are any such feelings left in people's hearts, this is how people's hearts are. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills, it will be pardoned and overlooked. And this we can find it with our mother, Umm Habiba. Our mother Aisha said that Umm Habiba, the wife of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, called me when she was dying and said, there has been between us what usually happens between co-wives. May Allah forgive me and you for what ha whatever happened of that. I said, may Allah forgive you and pardon you for all of that and absolve you of that. She said, you have made me happy. May Allah make you happy. And she sent also Umm Habiba. She sent for Umm Salama. And she said something similar to her. Allah may be glorified and exalted. Did not praise his believing servants for being immune from whims or desires. Rather, he praised them for controlling their whims and desires and for striving to overcome their lower selves for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, let's support like a Sayyida Khadija. Let's learn and teach like Aisha. Let's counsel like Umm Salama. Let's love the poor like Zainab bint Huzayna. Let's sacrifice like Sauda. Let's write like Hafsa 
Let's love like Maymuna. And let's forgive like Ummu Habiba. And let's pray like Juwayriya. And let's be patient like Safiya. And let's be truthful like Zainab bin Tujash. I leave you with one question. What is something you learned from this episode about one of the mothers of the believers that you hope to emulate? Thank you for joining me in this journey with Ummahatul Mu'mineen, the mothers of the believers. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.